0: It's the Access Health Radio Mailbag Show. Today, Dr. Forrest answers some common questions he's been receiving from listeners welcome
1: to the access health radio show i'm dr brian forrest and this week we will be answering your questions on access health radio
0: dr brian forrest is a board certified family physician the president and owner of access health care in apex i'm mike davis thanks for joining us we'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the companies that support access health radio
1: thanks to marley drug in winston-salem for supporting our show They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower than the big box pharmacies. They also now have a membership program that guarantees free delivery of most medications for only $5 per prescription per month. Check them out at marleydrug.com. That's M-A-R-L-E-Y-D-R-U-G.com. Or check out the membership plan at gomd.care. That's G-O-M-D.care.
0: Dr. Forrest, I know that each week we have regular listeners, and sometimes those folks have follow-up questions that they like to pose to you. Sometimes they do it in the office. Sometimes they will drop you an email. And by the way, we'll give you that contact information here in just a few minutes on how you can send in a question uh, for Dr. Forrest. But uh, first question today, no surprise, this has to do with COVID-19. And it is, if I have had COVID, Dr. Dr. Forrest, do I still need to get the vaccine? What's your recommendation on that?
1: Yes, this is a very common question, and it can be quite confusing because most people assume that if you catch something that gives you some resistance to that similar type of germ, and that's how vaccines work. So people will wonder, should they still bother with the vaccine if they are absolutely sure they've had COVID-19? The short answer is yes, they should still get vaccinated. Uh, Your body does create antibodies to COVID after you are infected, and it does give you some protection. However, it would be sort of like only getting one dose of a two dose vaccine. You don't wanna be partially protected, you wanna be as protected as possible. It also makes you less likely to get sick but it also decreases your chance of spreading COVID to others as well. And one study has shown that people that had COVID and then received two doses of the Pfizer vaccine had immunity similar to getting the vaccine and then the booster shot. So like getting three vaccines, suggesting that people that do have COVID and then get vaccinated may not need a booster shot after that. So I think the best perspective to look at Uh, COVID infection is as a partial vaccination. Uh, But given how contagious some of the current variant strains are, you want to be as fully protected as possible. And if you got treated with an antibody infusion treatment like Regeneron, then it is suggested in that case that you delay immunization for three months. Otherwise, if you got COVID, you should plan to go ahead and get fully vaccinated.
0: You know, I'm really glad we're talking about this today, Dr. Forrest, because, of course, everybody's got COVID-19 on their minds. And, in fact, our next question is also about COVID-19. And this one might be a little bit controversial, but then isn't everything controversial about (laughs) COVID-19 these days? Uh, But here is uh, here's the question. Uh, Do the masks work for the more contagious variants of COVID-19 like the Delta variant?
1: Okay, well, this is a very complicated question. So I'm going to use a, an analogy um, to really bring the point home here. So a lot of people these days carry these compact umbrellas, you know, the type that you can stick in a backpack or a purse rather than those giant full-sized golf umbrellas. However, if you've ever been in a heavy rainstorm with any wind at all, you know that one of those compact umbrellas are not going to give you that much protection. You're still going to get wet, just not totally soaked. So that's the case here as well. If you use a disposable paper surgical mask, uh, which we will sort of compare to that compact umbrella, studies have shown it's only going to be about 10% effective against the Delta variant. But, you know, it does help, but you can still get wet. Think of a large golf umbrella like a professional N95 respirator. It gives you much better protection from the rain, but if it rains really, really hard and it's really windy, uh, you can still get wet under a full-sized golf umbrella. Mm-hmm. The early COVID strain was like a light, steady rain, and Delta is like a downpour in a tropical storm. So all masks help some. Good masks that are well-sealed are going to help more, but you can still catch Delta if exposed close enough and long enough, even with an N95 mask. So should, the question, I guess, is should people be required to wear masks that might only be 10% effective? Well, you know, I think people have to make their own decisions for themselves and their children on that issue.
0: That was a very politically correct answer, Dr. Forrest. <laughs> Uh, but one based on good science, and I appreciate right, that. Right, right.
1: We, we, we all have our, our, our opinions,
0: uh, but I try to
1: keep the show about, about the facts and what people need to know for their health.
0: Absolutely, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much. He is Dr. Brian Forrest, board-certified family physician from Apex. I'm Mike Davis. This is Access Health Radio. And on that note, it's time for a break. Straight ahead, Dr. Forrest answers more of your recent questions on this special mailbag episode. It's the Mailbag Show today on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis, taking your questions that you've sent in to Dr. Forrest recently. And time for our next one out of the bag. Reaching in, pulling out this one, uh, is about a vaccine, but not the COVID-19 vaccine, Dr. Forrest. This is about the flu vaccine. Since last year was a really mild flu year, should I even worry about getting a flu shot? This year, what say ye?
1: Well, this is an easy question. Uh, The short answer is yes. Uh, However, the listener brings up a good question because they are correct. Last year, there was much less flu than normal. Uh, All of the precautions that people were taking for COVID actually cut way down on the flu. And that may be partially true this year as well. But flu shots are easy to get and they could keep you from having to go in the hospitals, which are already totally full. Uh, Also having some protection from flu means one less thing you have to be quite as concerned about. So, you know, I do recommend flu shots for people this year and we have already started giving them at our office. And, you know, people forget that before COVID, Flu was one of the most deadly respiratory viruses worldwide, not because it had a high death rate, but just because it was so many people were affected. You know, so many people were affected each year sure. uh, that you did have a lot of people that would succumb to that. And that was the most dangerous thing we had at that point.
0: You know, I I looked at the numbers from the flu last year. It was astoundingly low. Uh, It was just incredible uh, from one year to the next how big a difference apparently all of the precautions that people were taking actually made. I was was shocked.
1: Yeah, I was surprised, too. I I thought it would be cut down. But, you know, in our office, uh, we just literally, you know, normally we see dozens and dozens and dozens of cases. And last year it was, you know, maybe one, maybe two. Yeah um and those were people who were you know they were out exposed a lot uh they had done a lot of travel and those type of things so
0: i wonder if people uh, took that to heart if they're going to maybe during flu season continue to take those kind of precautions like wearing a mask i think a lot of people will
1: well it may be helping prevent uh you know more than just covid it may be keeping you from getting a lot of things i know uh that our kids have been less sick and um Uh, you know, have not had as many colds, that type thing as maybe they normally would. So, uh, you know, there might be some uh, some good advice in
0: that. Yeah. Okay. here's our next question, Dr. Forrest from the mailbag. This one is about vitamins, vitamin D in particular. The listener wants to know if they should get tested. Or should they just take a vitamin D supplement each day? They've heard that it helps with the immune system, fighting off respiratory infections like COVID, etc. What should they do about that? Get tested or just start taking it?
1: Well, this is a great question. Uh, First, vitamin D is really important. It helps you absorb calcium. It's important in keeping your immune system healthy. And interestingly, vitamin D deficiency is very common. Uh, as we've learned to protect ourselves from UV rays from the sun, we've also decreased the amount of vitamin D our skin makes from sunlight exposure. I think that uh, it is a good idea for people to get vitamin D tested at least you know once a year or so. Uh, and the best test to do that with is the dehydroxy test. And that is not expensive at all. We do it for our member patients for free at our office. Uh, but depending on how dark your skin tone is, the rate of vitamin D deficiency varies from about 35 to 81% of people in the United States being deficient, with the overall rate being about 42% of Americans not having enough vitamin D. So it uh, it's really common. So I often recommend at least 2,000 units per day for almost all patients with higher doses like four to 5,000 units a day for those that have tested low. Uh, You know, and when your vitamin D is low, it can cause skin problems, mood changes like depression, even low energy. So I recommend getting tested at least once a year. And if you are concerned, most people do well with about 2000 units per day. But since it is a fat soluble vitamin, uh, you can accumulate too much. So it's always a good idea to ask your doctor how much vitamin D you should take.
0: Thanks, Dr. Forrest. It's that time again. It's time for the Access Health Tip of the Week.
1: People ask me all the time about the natural ways they can improve their health or even medical conditions like high blood pressure. One of the most researched diets is called the DASH diet. That stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. People who eat this type diet, which is high in things like nuts and berries, also high in potassium, has been shown to lower blood pressure as much as a single prescription medication. The DASH diet is also very healthy and not bad for losing weight either. And the cool thing is it's a diet about things to eat rather than things to avoid. Uh, You know, doctors are always telling us things we shouldn't eat. So uh, it's easy to find out about online, and we'll also have some links to that at accesshealthradio.com.
0: Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, Dr. Forrest is going to have some final thoughts about our questions today. Some more great advice coming up from the mailbag and our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week. Welcome back to Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. He is the president and owner of Access Health in Apex, North Carolina. And uh, we come to you each Sunday at this same time on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF with some great tips and advice for your health. Uh, In case you have a question that Dr. Forrest didn't answer today, or perhaps you have a follow-up question to something that we did touch on, uh, you can get in touch with Dr. Forrest as well. Dr. Forrest, how uh, can folks reach out to you?
1: Well, if, if people have questions about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com, that's acchealt com, or they can call 919-363-0190, again, that's 919-363-0190. If listeners want to send us more questions that we can answer on the air, uh, they can send that to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. And after the show, they can also listen to an on-demand podcast. Uh, We usually have links with some supplemental information at our website, accesshealthradio.com. Uh, They can also go to Apple Podcast and listen to the show uh, after it airs if they miss part and want to replay that or have family members or friends that they'd like to hear the show that are out of range of our radio signal. Uh, They can also direct them to Apple Podcast and just look for Access Healthcare Radio.
0: Sounds good. Time now for the Access Health Trivia of the Week, Doc.
1: Well, you know, we're answering questions this week, and I thought it'd be interesting to, to look at some statistics for trivia on how people are getting their questions answered. And believe it or not, 83% of people uh, are, at, and that's across all age groups, are using the Internet to answer health questions. Uh, and if you look at the, the people who are under 30, 97% uh, have looked up health questions specifically online. Um, And when you look at what they're searching for, uh, you know, 66% are looking online for information about a specific disease or medical condition. Uh, About 55% have looked up uh, information online about a specific treatment uh, or procedure. And then about 45% uh, have looked online for information about uh, medication. So it really, really is common. And even those folks, you know, over 65, Uh, A surprising amount of those folks uh, are also, you know, going online with health questions and that kind of thing. And, you know, sometimes there are some great sources out there. So, you know, if if you're using reliable sources, uh, you know, like FamilyDoctor.org, Uh, Or if you're using things like uh, Cleveland Clinic or Mayo, uh, those tend to be pretty reliable sources. Uh, You just have to be careful because there's also some some sites out there that look reputable, but they're not necessarily. and, And all sites are definitely not the best for getting medical information.
0: No, I I have to admit I fall within that 83 percent of people using the internet. I I'm uh, I'm a fan of Doctor Google, but I I take your advice. You know, sometimes take it with a grain of salt. You know, but I like I, I go there first and then uh, maybe follow up with somebody if it's something that's really serious. I want a uh, a real doctor's opinion, not just something that I read on a screen. So right. I I understand those uh, those numbers. That makes a lot of sense to me. So we've been talking today about a variety of subjects on our mailbag show. And uh, let's just take a moment, if we can, Dr. Forrest, to recap uh, maybe some of the things that we have discussed.
1: Yes. So we we had basically a few questions we went over this week, Uh, a couple of them COVID-related, which is no surprise, and Mm -hmm. a couple of them on other topics. And I'm not going to go into the long answers, but I do want to recap for people who maybe joined the show late. Uh, just give those brief answers. So first, uh, the question we got was, if you have had COVID-19, should you still get the vaccine? Uh, And the answer is yes, if you got COVID-19, you should still get vaccinated. That is gonna give you some better protection than just uh, getting the natural infection. Um, The second thing was a question about masks. You know, do they work, do they not work? Um, And the bottom line is that masks can help, uh, but they are not 100% effective against COVID. Uh, not even the N95 mask are, you know, totally protective against the Delta variant. Uh, and in fact, some of the flimsier, uh, thinner masks have been shown to only be 10% effective against the Delta variant. So uh, 10% effective also means 90% ineffective. So it's one way of looking at it. Um, another question we got was about vitamin D. Uh, And I think it's important for the audience to remember that vitamin D is really important. Uh, Probably most people that are listening do need some supplementation, um, especially if they have darker skin or, you know, if they're doing a really good job trying to protect themselves from getting skin cancer by, you know, wearing protective clothing and using uh, sunscreen. uh, It's great for preventing sun cancer, skin cancer, but it does cut down on your vitamin D levels, Uh, that you have available to you. Uh, The next question we had was about flu shots and should people get them this year? Uh, Absolutely, flu shots are recommended this year. Uh, And even though last year was a great decline in flu, partially because of all the measures we're taking, um, flu is gonna come back and you don't want anything to send you to the hospital right now because they're very full. Um, And then the last thing is, uh, is the DASH diet. We mentioned that uh, in the tip of the week. Um, there are a lot of sort of what I would call fad diets out there. Uh, you know, I typically do advise my patients to do low carb diets. Uh, I think overall you get a lot of bang for your buck out of that. Uh, but the dash diet is something people should look into, particularly if they have high blood pressure. Um, it is a very heart healthy diet. Uh, it can lower blood pressure as much as a single prescription medication by itself. And the thing I like the most about it is, you know, usually doctors are telling you a list of things you should not eat. And the nice thing about the DASH diet is it's literally a list of things you should eat. Uh, Things like berries and nuts and, uh, you know, uh, ingredients that are high in potassium uh, and magnesium naturally um, have been shown to be really good for you. And it's also not a bad diet for weight loss either. Maybe not the absolute best for weight loss, uh, but people who are doing the DASH diet for health reasons are also going to get that as a side benefit.
0: Dr. Forrest, it's always a fun show. We cover a lot of ground with The Mailbag Show, and that's what you did today. Thanks so much for that. Uh, that's all the time we have for this week.
1: Thanks so much, and I hope uh, that the audience will be able to use the answers from these questions today to improve their health or that of a friend or family member. And our scripture this week seemed appropriate. It's from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 3 and 4. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, and evil surmisings. Thanks again for listening to the Access Health Show this week, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.